Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. The U.S. Steel situation, Stelco thing, I guess. I guess we can drop the U.S. Steel thing until, well, maybe until the sale actually goes through on this. But uh, one of the important elements and one of the intriguing elements about this is what's going to happen to all that land down there. Clearly, uh, they don't need it as much, of course, when Stelco gets back into full operation. Well, they seem to be doing pretty well right now, but when new owners come in there, uh, Bedrock comes in there, uh, they clearly don't need that land. You're never going to get as many people working in that part of the steel industry as you did in the past. So who's going to take it? What's going to happen? Who's going to remediate it? In other words, clean up the contaminated land. And who's going to pay for it? I, I mean, a lot going on here, isn't there? I want to bring Marvin Ryder and business professor at the Good School of Business at McMaster University uh, to try to offer some perspective on this. Morning, Marvin. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm fine. Thank you, Bill. Let's, uh, let's talk about this. Uh, when you and I talked about this a few days ago, there was a lot of speculation about what might happen. Is it any more clear now? <laughs> well, bless you. Bless you. Merry Christmas as well. Yeah. Uh, no, Santa Claus hasn't visited and hasn't sorted it all out. There's still a lot of speculation, but let me, let me try to set up the issue sure. for you, and then we can drill down a little bit. Uh, Today, Stelco operates on roughly 320 hectares of land down on the waterfront, north end in Hamilton. Just to do a conversion for you, Bill, there's about two and a half acres per hectare, so that means it's sitting on around 800 acres of land. Uh, Absolutely, Bedrock said, um, gee, if we're going to buy this, we don't necessarily want to buy the environmental obligation that comes with this. We know that there's probably some hot spots, although no one knows exactly where they are. Hot spots would be contaminated areas or at least heavily contaminated areas. So they came up with this interesting idea. The Ontario government would, in essence, take over the land and put it in what's known as a land trust. For the part of the land that uh, U.S. Steel, or excuse me, Stelco operates on, that land would be leased back at a nominal rate, let's say a dollar a year or two dollars a year, and they would be able to operate there. But the rest of the land that they don't need for operations could be remediated and then sold. So again, let's try to do a little math here over the air. If there's 800 acres, let's assume half of them are needed for the current operations, but half of them, 400 acres, could be remediated and sold. Now, the remediation cost is estimated at $80 million. And there's a story in today's spectator that says, boy, $80 million, that's not a lot of money to put into remediation. If you look at the Randall Reef cost, for instance, uh, that's that bank of coal tar there in the, in the water, we're talking about at least $100 million and more. Now, I believe why they're saying $80 million is because it's the least contaminated land that would likely be remediated. In other words, the land that they don't need anymore was used for things like warehouses. And although you stack up rolls of steel, and there's bound to be some steel shavings and filings, what have you, probably some motor oil from the, from the uh, uh, um, trucks, forklift trucks that move mm-hmm. things around, there's not heavy, heavy contamination. It's not the heavy metals, the cadmiums, the, the, those sorts of things that you're worried about. So they believe they can remediate the top meter or two of soil and make it suitable for industrial land. And that's another key assumption here. No one is talking at this point about gentrification, building condos, building townhouses, parkland on the former U.S. steel site. And the simple reason for that, Bill, there's, there's two things. And first, you've got DeFasco right next door that's still going to be an operating steel mill. And then remember that what they don't need is still going to be an operating steel facility for bedrock. So you've still got a lot of heavy use, heavy industrial use of the land. 
But what they're hoping is they could take those 400 acres and then sell them and get them back into production. And so just to finish the loop on this, if they sell any land, the proceeds from the sale will go to top up the pension fund. And something you asked me last week is, well, will that fill the pension fund? Remember, the pension fund, at least the key one here in Hamilton, is $800 million short. In total, all the pension funds are nearly a billion dollars short. You can start doing the math here. Uh, uh, industrial land, now mind you, it's green land, near the airport today is selling for around $350,000 an acre. So if I've got 400 acres that could be cleaned to at least an environmental standard, and let's just assume you're paying that $350,000 an acre, we're talking about maybe $140 million that could be generated from the sale of the land that could be put into the pension fund. This is good news. It's not bad news. It's good news. It's another source of funding the pension. But to the workers who, who say, look, we want no more questions going forward, clearly this will not be enough to top up the pension fund to full. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.